Blog Talk Radio. services, and the men and women on the first line you know, defense of COVID. 
uh, we appreciate everything you do, uh, and we hope you, you stay as, as healthy as possible. Um, tonight's program is, uh, is dedicated to a young man uh, who is about to graduate from high school. Uh, he just went to his prom tonight with the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, and that's uh, Ty Anthony Basso. Uh, Ty is a, uh, is a senior at uh, Palmetto High School. He's going to go going on to uh, univer- uh, the uh, Southern Florida co- uh, College and uh, is really um, uh, doing a great job and what a, a wonderful uni- human being. So, uh, Ty, we uh, wish you a lot of luck. Um, we also, uh, our sponsor tonight is uh, Captain Crow's Kitchen. And uh, we, um, uh, did, did, I think... Bob, what 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 do we usually uh, get there? Maybe, maybe we could order something for Tony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's <laughs> a double stuff in a pie uh, there. So, <laughs> I know what pie you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got one sitting in front of me. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. <laughs> Well, if you remember correctly, at the beginning of the show, I did lean to Canelo, and then I backed out the last minute at the end. And, of course, now I'm paying the price for that tonight. So, yes, I, I just wanted to remind you that because I got that here in my notes. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> in bold type, right? Oh, yeah. Big brown lettering. <laughs> that was a... Uh... That was a hell of a fight, though. Um, I never thought that uh, BJ would last to the eighth round. I thought he would be down by the third round. Um, but he, he, you know, he came out. He was. He really didn't have it. Then all of a sudden, about the third round, he started picking it up, and I thought, "Ooh, this may be something." But boy, that knockout uh, um, shot that he took—that uh, was uh, a bolt of lightning. Shot or heard around the world, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, um, I don't think Canelo's going to be stopped anytime soon after seeing that fight. I've got to give it to him on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are questioning before the fight. You know, he 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 has a habit of picking his fighters, uh, and so that his uh, win ratio goes up. But uh, there certainly can't be a a lot of uh, people out there questioning his abilities after this fight. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bob, you had a had a pretty uh, pretty good fight uh, last week with uh, with the two girls. Yes, sir. Yeah, they did really good. Uh, Marina Rodriguez versus uh, got the W over Michelle Watterson. Uh, it was a decision, but uh, a lot of strikes thrown. You know, um, Marina Rodriguez ended up getting uh, 125 landed uh, significant strikes of 282. And she threw over like 300 strikes that year, well over 350 strikes. And then uh, Waterston, you know, she did good. She got one takedown attempt. Uh, and then, uh, but you know, I got 88 significant out of 205. So your number has got to be there anymore. And, um, and uh, yeah, so uh, great job, ladies. Great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we, uh, we're, joined by, we're joined by our technical expert here. Uh, Mr. Zito, uh, everybody knows that uh, Z not only 
is a combatant. He's a uh, Muay Thai um, instructor. He's a, he's a boxing instructor. Uh, and uh, let me ask you, Z, um, can you give us uh, your thumbnail sketch on the Alvarez uh, BJ Saunders fight? Uh, absolutely. Uh, first, uh, I'm, um, I just want to say I, I'm a total, more or less, boxing instructor. I know uh, quite a bit about Muay Thai, and I also know quite a bit about uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've took some courses from some pretty good people, but I am just not a, a – as far as overall fighting technical, my, my best expertise is boxing. Okay. Um, with that said, I, I can comment on just total fighting anyway, because I do know total fighting. Um, with mm-hmm. BJ Saunders and Canelo Alvarez, I think, uh, to be honest, that was the beauty and patience. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it was patience for the right shot. And it's really, really funny because during you know how uh, the other fights are going on the pre uh, during the undercard fights, they show the images of the uh, the fighters getting warmed up and training. And I remember when Canelo Alvarez they showed Billy Joe Sanders and his trainer working right after they got gloved up before the fight, and they're in the back and they were working on slipping and moving and. You know, the trainer and Billy Joe were pivot, and they were working on that. And when they showed Eddie Reynoso and Reynoso and Canelo, they were showing Canelo working on the uppercut. And it looked like that's all, like the uppercut, maybe a hook to an uppercut, but they were always, they were working on an uppercut. And this is just pre-training when the cameras were on them. And... During the fight, Billy Joe Saunders, it, 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 see, when, when, when fights happen, they tend to happen three ways. One, is, one happens to where one person is going to come forward and the other person may take a little more back foot approach. Mm-hmm. One is going to be where they meet in the middle and nobody moves until somebody goes somewhere, usually to sleep. Mm-hmm. And the third is usually a boring fight where mm-hmm. you have fighters kind of back and forth and not really trying to engage until they want to. Uh, mm-hmm. Canelo took command of the engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, when he stepped back, he more or less stepped back from Billy Joe's initial strike. Billy Joe Saunders is not a come-forward fighter, so Canelo mm-hmm. didn't have to retreat too much. Billy Joe Saunders is also a fighter who wants to engage only on his terms. Mm-hmm. So when that went down, Canelo kind of he took command of the ring. He took, he took mm-hmm. ring generalship. The second thing Canelo mm-hmm. really did was establish body work. In the first round, he threw really two good, hard body shots that landed on Billy Jeff. And when you start throwing body shots, and people, I mean, and really kind of fighters, really astute fighters know this. When you land to the body, not only do the hands come down, the head tends to come down too. Mm-hmm. 
people tend to duck mm-hmm. to kind of cringe. I mean, it's a natural human. In- a lot of things fighters uh, could play on is natural human instinct. Because even, the best fighters can, can you know, they, they subside to their natural human instincts to maybe put their hands down for a body shot one time too many. They may bend down to this. Even in MMA, um, a guy kicks to your, to your uh, lower parts, to your legs or even to your uh, midsection, a guy put the hand down. Mm-hmm. And in, in fighting, when you put your hand away from your face for a shot, that opens your face up for the next thing. That, that, that mm-hmm. is, It's going to open you up for a hard shot to your face. Mm-hmm. And what Canelo did, he honestly started hitting Billy Joe hard to the body. And as the fight went on, I mean, Billy Joe, he won a few rounds just amping up his activity and keeping right. Canelo kind of defensive. And yeah. as Canelo was defensive, he still would place hard body shots. Mm-hmm. Um, it got to around the like seventh round. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, okay. Oh no, yeah, it got to around the seventh round, and Billy Joe's eyes felt it was swelling up before then. But around the seventh yeah, yeah. round, Canelo felt real good, mm-hmm. and he started really kind of, you know, stepping up and trying to put body uh, body work on Billy Joe. He did a few times, but Billy Joe. I think he felt the desperation and he amped up his activity. So Canelo really mm-hmm. couldn't get at him. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if uh, I'm thinking that the fight was stopped in the uh, before the ninth round began, or did they complete the eighth round? The eighth. I'm no, not they sure. They didn't get through the eighth. Yeah, he didn't get through the eighth. So I'm thinking about the, the sixth to the seventh. Okay, all right. Yeah. So he didn't, go, he didn't go in. So I'm thinking to the sixth to the seventh. All right, the seventh round is when Canelo started putting it on. And you see Canelo raise his hand at the moment. And when he raised his hands, I was like, you're raising your hands now. But I, he broke Billy Joe probably around before. Well, while Billy mm-hmm. Joe was active. And, and I thought Billy Joe won that round off of activity. But that was mm-hmm. the breaking down point. And, yeah. Yeah. And Canelo started putting it on in, in, in the seventh. What yeah, it seemed like the... Uh... Around the third, fourth, and fifth rounds, Saunders really had something going for himself because he seemed to be a lot uh, quicker and, and uh, was landing more punches than, than Canelo. And then all of a sudden, um, and you had said it, and so had Tony earlier, that uh, we get past the fifth round, uh, he, he starts to get into trouble. He gets tired, and he starts to get in trouble. And uh, he certainly did at the, uh, at the end of the eighth. Yeah, yeah. And last week, yeah, I did say around uh, after the third. After the third, mm-hmm. Canelo would start figuring them out. And I don't mm-hmm. think Billy Joe got tired as Canelo made him tired. If you get punched hard, I mean, consistent body work, somebody keep rat-tat-tatting on your body and everything, uh, that, mm-hmm. that I mean, that's going to wear you down. If somebody's coming hard fighting, to your body, that I mean, and they're consistently landing, that's going to wear you down. If somebody's hitting you acutely hard at certain moments to particular parts of your body, that's going to hurt you and wear you down. And that's what Canelo was doing. Canelo, I mean, to me, I, I, I mean, I love sports science, and I've studied the human anatomy to know where to hurt a person. I've literally just because... 
I'm a boxing trainer, and I feel I have to take that kind of seriously. So to do that, you have to know how to break a human structure down. And Canelo, I mean, the the parts of the body that, I mean, if I was 20 years younger, I mean, I, I would, I would, I think I, I could be that guy. But just knowing what I know, I mean, it's, it's really impressive to know he knows how to break a person down. Um, mm-hmm. and, he, and he sees where to do it at. Billy Joe Sanders, okay. I didn't see the best version of him. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Billy Joe, I've seen better versions of him, and I thought that I would see a better version of Billy Joe. That's not the Billy Joe Sanders that went in the ring with no. uh, Lemieux, with David Lemieux. No. That is not that guy. And the guy no. who showed up against Canelo, that is not that guy. His reactions weren't the same. His whole... Mm-hmm. It, it it wasn't the same, and I think I saw that guy that went against the mule. The fight would have won the decision. I think Canelo would have won, mm-hmm. and I think it would have went down. When it went downhill, it would have went downhill under any circumstances. At that yeah. time, yeah. it would have happened that way. I just think Billy Joe would have made a better account of himself, been able to survive, yeah. and been able to put his hands on Canelo a little more. <laughs> Pardon me. Canelo defense looked really, really impressive to me. He was patient, but when Billy Joe, he would throw his flurries. Billy Joe, to be honest, he hit Canelo with a few jabs, maybe a straight left every now and again, and he hit him with a few surprising good body shots. Just lunging in, kind of hitting with a body shot. But to be honest, Billy Joe, he fought a non-contact fight. Uh, to where it looked like he could have done more if he was. Mm-hmm. I, I just think the past guy, uh, Billy Joe, the same Billy Joe wasn't there. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. give, I'm gonna say that too. I'm gonna give all credit to Canelo, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that same guy was there. That's all I have. Yeah. To say. Okay. Hey Bob. Uh, tonight we have you had a big fight with uh, Chandler and uh, Oliveira. Yeah, let me let me back up real quick. Um, uh, so Z, what do you think? Uh, would, wouldn't you rate like the body shot as the most underrated shot in in any fight? You, you know, boxing and and MMA, uh, consecutively hitting uh, the body. Uh, uh, not only consecutively, it's called the liver shot. If yeah. you hit somebody, every human, every human on the face of this planet, unless, I mean, some people are genetically different, I guess, maybe uh, less than 0.001%, but if you hit any human on the right side of their body, I'm going to say a little bit above, uh, a little bit below the heart on the right side of their body, not the heart, the, a little bit uh, around the chest muscle. Hit them in the right side of their body. Go upward with it. You're going to see a human reaction if you catch it right enough. And people have to get hit, get hit with medicine bags and train and sit-ups and strengthen that part, the right side especially. Because, I mean, you get hit on your left side and they'll break a rib. Yeah. But get hit on your right side. Get hit on your right side and going upward toward, toward your nipple but upward towards the right side. I'm feeling this myself. 
and it's hard to describe. I'm, I'm not your armpit. God knows what I'm talking about. Any fighter, any fighter who's been in long enough has been hit there. And either you're going to drop or you're going to recover. But you're going to have to recognize when you get hit there, that's going to drop. That's going to affect you. That's going to slow you down. And my favorite shot as a boxer is a left hook to the body. Because, I mean, you hit somebody, you, you could distract people from their face. People always worry about their face. Throw it to their face. I could throw, I'm, I'm, I'm older, and I could throw three or four or two rapid punches to the face. But as soon as I see any inkling of that elbow or any part lifting up from that, uh, that right, right, your right side, that's where I'm at. I'm, yeah, I'm sitting you know, right there. It'll change somebody's day. Like, even in practice, I'll be telling my people, you know, quit just hitting the bag, like, as hard as you can. Like, aim. Like, stop mm-hmm. aiming aim. for people's arms, yeah. you know, and their shoulders. Like, you, you're you just throwing to throw. Like, you know, there's, we got an anatomy, you know. It's like Thank those people that like cut angles. How, how are you going to get around to the kidney if you don't cut angles? What do you mean the kidney? Yeah. Well, that's so the part that's going to knock them down. <laughs> you know? Exactly. exactly. They can, they're going to stand right in front and swing like an amateur. I love it. But, uh, yeah, big fight tonight, <laughs> man. We got, so, uh, wrap up last week with uh, Marina Rodriguez uh, taking the win over Michelle Watterson. We also had two mm. uh, Colorado boys mm. on that show. We had Donald, Donald Cerrone lost to Alex Morano, uh, TKO. Uh, Dana's yeah. going to give Donald one more fight to go out on a W, and that's it. Donald's pretty much done, I think, mm-hmm. um, which is sad. I, I like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, just let him go like because that. again, you're, you're on this loose streak. Why, why push it to where you get brain damage or something dumb, you know? Well, well Donald, I, I like Dana giving him an extra shot because Donald, the one guy, he's put in work. He's fought Annie and everybody damn that damn near asked him to. So, so Donald, hard. yeah, totally agree yep. with you. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm done. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then the other the other Colorado guy was Neil Magny, and he won decision against Jeff O'Neill. But tonight we got uh, Oliveira, the UFC 262 main event, Oliveira uh-huh. versus Chandler, so they can figure out that uh-huh. damn 155 division. You got number three ranked <laughs> Charles Oliveira going against number four ranked Michael Chandler, once again passing right over Justin Gagey, who's sitting at two oh, right under Poirier. And Poirier goes wow. to the money grab on I think ranked ninth, uh, uh, no, wait, ranked uh, sixth maybe, Conor McGregor. Then you go right no, into the co-main event. he's number one right now. He's McGregor, number one. yeah, yeah, in, in, in the prize <laughs> thing, God. guys. And let's, let's wrap that up. Uh, McGregor just made the Forbes top 15 athletes paid of the year, something like mm-hmm. that, top 10, top 15. Number one. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. when you're number, number one. one, you get to walk in and, and – you know, I where like you punch the old man with the whiskey, you know, now, now you're winning <laughs> and bought the bar and then yep. eight six the man for life. You know, that's that's stone cold right there. <laughs> yeah. And John Jones could John Jones could have had the spot, but he was even dumber. Right, right. You know, I mean, and people don't understand, like Ireland ain't ain't that big, so like and you're pretty much walking <laughs> everywhere. So, you know, when you're, if you're an old man that frequent a bar and you get eighty six, like you gotta go walk to the next town, you know, and that's that ain't cool. Yep. 
you know. Yep. At least bite on my motor scooter or something, yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, let him let him at least get over the next town, the next pub. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, he's gonna, he's got to push his uh, what was it? I had it written down somewhere. The type of his whiskey. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> but anyway, and then the, the co-main events: Tony Ferguson, number fifth in the same division, ranked five, getting Help a shot cool. at winning. Yeah, yeah, at number nine. And uh, so that's given him a shot, or, or uh, Ben L. D- uh, Darvish, to, to shoot up there if he happens to beat Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know what? I don't like, I, and I don't like the way, uh, to be honest, I don't like the way Ferguson's been done. Ferguson right I, now is kind of, I think he's past, the, he's a little past it. And the time that he wasn't, he should have had the Conor McGregor fight. He should have had yeah. the speed fight. Like the, the, the when he was at his best, that guy I think that guy would have gave both of them hell if not beating them. But like he's been passed by, and the best of him is gone to me. I think that's a real shame. I like I like Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he's been around forever, and he's very he, he's a clinician, man. I mean, he he comes with it with all kind of games, and and mm-hmm. so. But again, if you're going to put, you know, rank fifth Tony Ferguson against a, a, a number rank nine, if Ferguson doesn't win, you know, then you got to look at his career if they're pushing him out, you know, which is, which is sad because again, he was one of those workhorses that showed up, and he's a main event guy. You know, you go and, and, and it's funny now. I mean, not funny, sad in a way. You, you look at the whole card yeah. and all those uh, Souza, you know, he, he or uh, he, you know, he's Jacques versus uh, yeah, Jacques Gray. He's 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 a uh, you know, a mainline guy or main event guy, and he's, you know, he's riding up the – he's only on the prelims. He's the headliner of the prelims. So, yeah. um, everyone's kind of, you know, they're they're making that move and fishing people out. Too much talent coming up in the works. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, is going to be at Bellator, and I like Jacare. Yeah. Then also on the like, prelims. Jacare, as far as, like that, yeah, as far as his wrestling, oh, my God. Yeah. Like when Beast. He, when he was, yeah, when he was dominant. I mean, yeah, for his. And then right after uh, a couple of weeks ago, our sister fought, and they're, they're keeping them pretty close, but on the prelims also is Antonia Shevchenko, you know. Um, and yeah, okay. uh, I, I like how they're, you know, so they're, the sisters are getting to do their training camps fairly close together. Um, I think the last mm-hmm. time they fought, they were on the same card. And then uh, Valentina got to fight. Uh, last two weekends ago, so yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, she was, Tony, she was really impressive too. Tony, what do you think? Uh, we got uh, Uriah. Oh, wait a minute, oh, that's a Bob question. What do you think of the uh, uh, WBA interim middle champ uh, Chris Eubank uh, taking ten rounds to uh, take out Marcus uh, uh, Morrison? Chris Eubank. I uh, yeah. What's that? Go ahead. I'm not real familiar with it with with those two, to be honest with you. Are you still chewing on that uh, that crow? I see crow. What do you think? I've, I've got crow. got the last piece going down now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Hold on! Hold on! Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed the crow. <laughs> I think uh, I got. So I, I like hearing the crow. If I eat another sandwich, so. <laughs> that's a Billy Joe crow. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah that's a Billy. Right. Oh. You got the Billy Joe crow from from uh, 
uh, Captain uh, Kurt's uh, uh, restaurant. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you, no, no, there's another. no, there's no shame in that. Um, I'm going to remember, Doctor Chris. I'm going to give y'all a quick story. <laughs> Doctor Chris said Bernard Hopkins was going to get destroyed by Kovalev, and and me and Ty were adamant. No, no, Kovalev, he's still he's this that this and that, and. We got pass passes to the fight. <laughs> Thank you, Butch. I'm gonna and we we watched in person how we had to eat crow. So uh-huh. as far as as far as the major experience of eating crow, we we got to do it live. Mm. <laughs> speaking speaking of Sergey, do you think he'll be back around at all, or you think he's done, or? I think he's uh yeah, he he he's gonna be back in a passive amount, if if you can forgive me for saying that. Uh he's not gonna mm. be majorly featured. Not anymore. Uh, after Canelo they, they put a few fights on I think they put a fight on in Russia for him and I I think that's where he's gonna be making his money at right now. And yeah. I think he's finished in this town as far as record, yeah. I think he's finished in this town. They're, they're like light heavyweights. Yeah, better be right now. You have uh, Bivol. Yeah, you have guys, you know, that are really that, that they're talking about fighting with Canelo, if not each other. So as far as yeah. Kovalev, yeah, competition wise, major title competition wise, he, I don't man, he he's, he's kind of done to me. I don't think these yeah. guys he, 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 he can see these guys. Yeah. Yeah. The the the, uh, the the one thing, uh, the next thing on my, my list here is, uh, and I, I want everybody's uh, thoughts on it. Is uh, Eddie Hearn uh, says that he now has uh, sequestered the money uh, to go take the uh, Joshua Fury fight to Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's going to be in August. Uh, so, Tony, what's your thoughts on that one? Fury versus uh, Joshua. <laughs> I I got a different respect for Fury now than I did when I first saw Fury. I, I kind of laughed and chuckled years ago. I was like, "What is this guy?" He, I thought it was a joke, but then I saw what happened with Deontay and with Waller and all that. And I I got to go Tyson Fury against Joshua. If Joshua got beat by Ruiz the way he did, which it could have just been one little shot that night. You know, but it could have been anything. But uh, I gotta say, I gotta say, Fury is really worked out hard to try to get to where he's at at this point. I think he'll take Joshua personally. Okay. Zeke? I think Joshua. Um, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with Tony. Uh, This is a... One thing is this. I like Anthony Joshua for the work he has put in. He reminds me a bit of Badu Jack. Not as advanced going forward. This, this, I mean, his learning curve isn't as, as, as great as Badu Jack. But I like his learning curve. Anthony Joshua is a guy who's put his work in to match his physicality. With that said, that, that, that I'm saying a lot when I say that. He's put his work in to match his physicality. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing, I think 
with me, I'm a little different. When you're dealing with fighting sports, you have to put your mentality to match up to the account. Like, mm-hmm. you have okay. to, I mean, I don't care how physically great you are, your mentality has to be greater. And Joshua, to me, his training is matching, his training is perfectly matching his physicality. Mm-hmm. So, and to me, I mean, that means he doesn't learn as fast. Not boxing. Boxing, you have to learn on the fly. I mean, it, I mean, people, you have people with so much more gifted that's been doing this for so much more longer than you can imagine. I don't care if you've been doing it since you've been three. Somebody's been doing it better. I mean, as simple as that in, in, in fighting. And Joshua, to me, his physicality, his, his fight game is predicated on his physicality. Well, you're going you're going to meet Tyson Fury, who to me has learned the craft of boxing, and he's more physical. He's more his physicality is greater than Joshua. He's a bigger guy. He's a more ambidextrous guy. I mean, this guy, he's more fluid. Joshua, as big as he is, he's robotic. And with boxing, uh, uh an amoeba. Is going to be the robot any day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me, I mean, if anybody could get my my reference, an amoeba is going to mm-hmm. be the robot any day. Sure. sure. Um, I wouldn't have picked Joshua against Wilder because as Joshua is technically better than Wilder, fundamentally, years like years better than Wilder. But Joshua mm-hmm. cannot avoid the one shot that Wilder is going to give you. Because Wilder's fast. He's fast mm-hmm. enough to get it there. Tyson Fury mm-hmm. is better than both of them. Mm-hmm. Just boxing-wise, boxing he's better. And he's mm-hmm. bigger. He's bigger and you better. Can, that's, that's a hard combination to You he's to hitting a lot harder, too. I don't think... You know what? He doesn't hit hard enough. I don't think he hits harder than either one of them, to be honest. I mean, to really? be totally honest, Joshua is... is I mean, he's physically imposing, and he's a pretty hard hitter. Um, Wilder is the hardest hitter. He's one of the hardest hitters to have really hit. One of them. I mean, I'm going to – my money's always on George Foreman. <laughs> Nobody has mm-hmm. ever, ever touched a person harder than George Foreman in their life, Mike Tyson included. Nobody has ever touched a person harder than George Foreman. Um Joshua is a hard hitter. He has to, he, he just has to be in the right positions, in the perfect positions to hit you with certain things. Um, Wilder, he has to catch you. And fundamentally, if he was better fundamentally, he'd be better at catching you. Tyson Fury is a complete package. This guy is six foot nine, fluid almost. I mean, he's not as fluid as Ali, but he's boxingly just really fluid, and the, he he knows how to fight inside. People don't realize. That's how he beat Deontay Wilder the second time, beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. He knows how to fight inside. He knows how to bring the fight to you, cram the space, and use that big weight on you. So, I mean, I, I, right now, I can't see anybody beating Tyson Fury unless, they, unless Deontay Wilder catches him with that shot. 
Yeah. Well, he caught exactly. him with that shot in that last fight and in that last round and when Tyson Fury got up then I was pretty convinced nobody's gonna beat him. <laughs> I I I'm yeah, I'm gonna be totally is. honest. When he got up off of that, I said, Oh my god, nobody's gonna beat him because if Deontay Wilder sees him again, it's gonna beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. He came off of a two year layoff, fought two really, really subpar guys and competed like that with Deontay Wilder. So where I thought it was mm-hmm. a draw. I honestly thought the fight was called it was it was properly called. It was a draw. Mm-hmm. And and I, I figured he would go ahead and do that again to you know, I figured he'd go ahead and beat, beat Deontay Wilder up the next time. He'll figure out forget all this long range stuff. I know I'm six nine but I'm also two seventy. Let me go ahead and lean on this Two eighteen paperweight. Get inside. Don't even worry about his outside stuff. What comes every now and again. Let's make the fight consistently on my terms. Boxers. That's why I love fighting. Fighting, you have to be smart. This calendar, a lot of times it means nothing. You have to be smart. Okay. Hey, Bob. Uh, uh, Uriah Hall just came off a, uh, a terrific win. Um, and uh, now he's going back in on in August, August seventh, against uh, uh, Sean Strickland. What, what's your thoughts on that? Um, okay, sorry, I broke up there. Can you repeat that? Uriah Hall. He just uh, oh, yeah. came off a win uh, two weeks ago, and now he's going back in, uh, right turn right around, and coming back in August seventh with Sean Strickland. What's your thoughts? Well, um, that's a quick turnaround, but Uriah's getting towards the end of his career, too, so he's got to make that money and, and put on the show. Uh, uh, so, I'm again, you know, as a fighter and stuff, you want some good time in between your fights, but he didn't get all that banged up, so uh, I got no problem with that. Um, that'll be a good fight, though. Um, but Uriah's got to reach and grab at all that stuff. Um, just to make sure he's getting that money, you know, backing up against the Fury and stuff. I just hope Fury punches himself again. You know, that's what I like. You know, when he upper, <laughs> uppercutted his own self. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, that that should be a good event. And I didn't know it, it was scheduled for August, so I haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm. How about uh, uh, we've got Costa going against uh, Common Air uh, tonight? What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, well, uh, Paul Acosta is going against Jared uh, Conier. That's for August 21st uh, for USC Fight Night. And that'll be a good one because both those guys are swole and they hit hard, man. Uh, that, that Jared Conier, he's supposed to be coming up, and he's got he's got uh, the power, too. So if someone's going to get knocked the F out in that way, you know, I, I see that one standing up and them going toe-to-toe and just banging it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um See what's your thoughts on uh, on Javante uh, Davis, uh, Tank Davis, uh, going against uh, uh, Mario Sheris. Um, That's uh, next month on the twenty sixth. Z, can you hear me? No. Vito's gone. Sorry about that. Okay. What do you think about that? Uh, uh, Tony. Yeah. And from what I've seen of Davis, and, uh, I, 
say he's probably going to be my pick in that one. He's uh, not real familiar with the other guy, but uh, Mm -hmm. Davis, I think, can pull it off from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, let me – he's back. Let me get him back on here. Z, what do you think about uh, Tank Davis uh, going back uh, in the ring on the 26th uh, with uh, uh, Camaras? Um, I, yeah, I don't know Camaras, but it's good to see Tank Davis back here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, last time I seen him, he was he landed the uppercut that I mean, basically was knockout of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like seeing Tank Davis fight. And to be honest, I mean, there are some fights that's going to be set up pretty soon. You have, uh, it, it, it really, you're thinking about Terrafimo Lopez, 140. Tank Davis is going to be, you know, going going up in weight. And people forget about Devin Haney, too. So, I mean, you have, like, and you have three guys there, and we're talking about Ryan Garcia also. So, really, in that right. between 130, 140 pound weight division to where all of these guys are around the same weight, to be honest. I mean, we could talk about okay. I mean, this, this, they're fighting in this division. To be honest, these guys can match up and their power, their speed's not going to be differential. Just because they, mm-hmm. they, I mean, the guy, I think Tank Davis is, he might be fighting lighter, but he's really heavier. And his power mm-hmm. transfers. Um, Terrafimo Lopez I mean we, we've seen him Against Lomachenko His power is respectable And his speed is pretty good too Ryan Garcia You know he's he's the most touted guy Right now He's a, he's a, You know he's the golden boy so far And we have Benny Haney Who's you know, you know Everybody's saying the smoothest boxer Out of all of them So I mean, right now that that between 130 and 140 division, it's kind of you have some four really good competitors. I would really like to see in the tournament, and we cannot forget about Lomachenko because mm-hmm. let's see him in the rematch with Tiafimo Lopez. To be honest, mm-hmm. let's see him. I mean, he's he's older, so we're, we're not thinking about him. And he had that one loss where he didn't do much. He didn't get punished. Mm-hmm. He didn't get, you know, he didn't have a war dropped on him. He just kind of didn't do anything for seven rounds. And when he decided to work, he won every other round. So, I mean, we're not going to forget about Lomachenko. All right. Him, if, I mean, I, I can't, I wouldn't be quick to pick against him in a rematch. So any of these other guys, I'm not going to, up there and say they can beat Lomachenko. I don't think anybody could beat Lomachenko. I'm not sure if Terrafimo Lopez can beat Lomachenko in the rematch. So right now, to me, Lomachenko's still second tier. So Terrafimo, he won, he won first tier on Lomachenko. Lomachenko's right behind him, if not ahead of him. Hey, let, me, let me ask you, we talked to, again last week about, uh, and I'm still um, I'm, I'm up in the air about this, whether it was set up or not. Mayweather is the consummate showman. 
So last week we had Paul stealing his hat. This week we have Andrade coming in at his, his press conference and calling mm-hmm. him out. And then going on, the, going on the, the, all the rags and saying that he had offered him $40 million to fight, but he turned him down. So uh, let's, go, let's go around the horn here. Bob, what's your thoughts? They, uh, well, I don't know how to find. I mean, the forty million with Mayweather. There's all that stuff going on right now with the, uh, the Paul brothers or whatever. Like those guys that are my favorite people. Right. So I, I keep straight who he's fighting, this and that. If we can get the money to make it happen, I hope Mayweather beats them both up in the same night. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I you know. Cowboy, we were. I was thinking about that earlier. We were talking about Cowboy Cerrone going out. I love Cowboy to go against right. one of those guys. Like I want those guys to go mm-hmm. away, you know. But uh, they just keep popping up, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't know much about okay. the other brother. I've not watched one of their okay. fights, uh, and I won't give them that money. But whatever. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Tony? Uh, just the money, I. All it is. Mhm. Mhm. Not that's even about, exciting. That's about fifteen hundred dollars less than you make a week, isn't it? That's, it's about. You're close. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> See what you thought. I mean, you said fifteen hundred less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tony, I need to get down with Tony. <laughs> I'm wiping and eating the dollar signs right here. <laughs> well, shoot, I, I like to eat some dollar signs too. <laughs> uh, um, Come on over anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I got my table of weenies, uh, weenies. You come on over here anytime. <laughs> Might take you up on. Now, Floyd, let me tell you something. Um, Floyd Mayweather is a money generator, and mm-hmm. you're talking forty. Uh, you say forty million? Right now, forty million. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's slated to make a hundred and ten million fighting mm-hmm. Paul. Fighting Paul right now, slated to make a hundred and ten million. They're having a problem right now, and Floyd is. Uh, their, their promotion is. Uh, it was money promotions. They put a lawsuit out. Um, because the fight's not happening in Dubai, and they, they 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 said that they were promised that the fight would take place in Dubai and it'd be generated this much, and the initial payment that the promotion company was supposed to make the uh, money promotions was not made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, Floyd, uh, their promotions have, have put in a lawsuit, which I'm pretty sure is going to be settled out of court, and the fight will be made. Where it's going to make 110 million for Floyd, I'm pretty sure that's sure. going to happen. Why? Because Jake Paul's not going to generate 110 million. I mean, I don't care right now. Uh, YouTube, he can YouTube out of his, uh, pardon my expression, out of his butthole. That's not going mm-hmm. to generate him that much money. Floyd Mayweather right now, if you're talking about fighting, sports, period. Floyd Mayweather is, is the money he's the money generator. But only to fight. There's no promotion Floyd is doing 
nothing else that Floyd can do outside of his own personal self that's going to generate that much money. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to have to think about. How old is Floyd mm-hmm. going to have to get before that happens? Mm-hmm. Right now, I mean, Tank Davis, they, they, they're not even seeing ways. So you're talking about right. promotional-wise, Floyd Mayweather's not doing, like, as far as boxing or any fighting sports. Because right now, I, I can't consider Floyd a total boxer. Mm-hmm. He, he fought a mixed martial arts guy last time. Well, he fought, he mm-hmm. fought another, uh, my, uh, my fault, he fought Cotton the best notable time. He, he had, like, one other fight over in Japan for a few million dollars. But uh-huh. real talk, Fully is not, uh, right now, I can't consider him a boxer. He's not, he's not fighting boxers. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul's not we a boxer. He's not a boxer. Logan Paul, no. I mean, Logan Paul is the closest to boxers because he's getting ready to fight a boxer, or whatever Paul. These guys are not boxers. Are you talking about boxing? I don't, I'm getting sick of how guys, you're pulling basketball, you're pulling MMA guys to fight in a boxing thing? That, that's yeah. really disrespectful. Fight a boxer. And Dana White, oh, yeah. before, I'm tired of you doing this. My guys in the promotion are not going to be fighting. And I I don't agree with Dana White a lot of times. I mean, maybe 80% of the time. I don't sure I'm wholeheartedly behind in this 20% of the time. This guy, yo, this is a farce. It's a freaking farce. Yeah. If he fights a real boxer, a real professional boxer, I don't care if the guy has... Let the guy be... The five and five, a five mm-hmm. five wins five loss guy. Let him mm-hmm. fight him. That's that's the, in the reality of what we're talking. We talk a dangerous thing here. I, you know, I take I take this you know real. I don't tell my fighters yeah this is the this is the play game go on YouTube and and pick out the softest guy. No, you're gonna mm-hmm. fight the hardest guy. Train to fight a guy who's gonna knock your damn block off. Sure. These guys are are like this is false to me. They could go in there and train to a certain level. Have they been in? in, in have they even been inspired with a guy that's going to give them give them that work? That's going to put some put some hurt on them. Because yeah. why? When you when you get into a fight, you need that spawn. You need that spawn to where you're going to hurt. Not Ben Askren hurt. Not Nate Robinson hurt. No, this guy does the same thing you're doing. He 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 specializes in your art, so feel that. That's what I. That's my thing. That's my okay. thing about this whole thing. I respect Stevie Cunningham. He fought a guy seventy pounds heavier than him. Right, right. Then that's well, fighting guys lighter than him. Everybody's fighting. He's breaking them up from weight. Bringing them up, and he's big, and they're shorter guys. Fight a guy your size who boxes. That's that's what's going to tell me the truth about you. Mm-hmm. But hey, nah, Tony, let me ask you. I'm just, I'm uh, just talking stupid, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah I just no, avoid you... my tight shoes for less than a hundred million. You know, I wouldn't even put on his boxing shoes. Right, right. Yeah, well, and, and I don't want to. And I don't want to say promotion side. You know, yeah, and I don't want to tell. 
I don't want to discriminate how people make their money. I'm sorry, but I don't want to discriminate how people make their money. But, but, I mean, to to be real, people will get hurt off of this. People are going to take YouTube and they're going to boxing gyms. And, like, this has residual effects. I'm sorry, but That's okay. That's okay. Uh, but when he puts his his, uh, his uh, that blue and red uh, promoter's hat on, you know, it looks like uh, looks like Spike Lee when he puts his glasses on. But he's he's uh, running his mouth saying that uh, Tank Davis is the new face of boxing and not uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez. And until those two get in the ring, I think that's a kind of outlandish statement. But. Uh, yeah, the other the other one I wanted to ask you guys about was, uh, hey Tony, what do you think about uh, Oscar Valdez versus uh, Jamal Herring uh, unific- unification fight? That'll be a good one. When is that one taking place? Mm. Uh, it's supposed to play, take place next month. They don't have a date mm. yet. They just uh, they're just trying to put that one together. Z, what's your thought? I'm gonna. That I mean that it's going to be interesting. I'm going to Herring to me is a little bigger. Valdez is better. Um, I think in the I, I don't see Herring. I think Herring will have to stop Valdez, and I don't think that's possible. I think Valdez just being better. I'm I'm always going to pick the better guy against the bigger guy. Okay. Did you say something, Tony? You hit something you want to say? I was just, I'm going to agree with him, Valdez. Uh, I think Valdez will pull it off. I think he's just better, better boxer. Uh, so you have to be more prepared for these shows. So you you can't just agree with me, but you have to have your own thoughts. Now, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you're making forty million dollars a goddamn week. Come on, I'm going to share some of that with you. You know that, right? <laughs> all, all of you get a cut. Oh, well, my address is um, my address is. Um, <laughs> Let, well, given everything we just talked about uh, with. Um, Mayweather um, and Paul, I guess the height advantage is not going to have any uh, play anything on that. Do you think, Z? Um, what I don't like is that all of the physical advantages are, are going to uh, Paul, and that's uh-huh. not proper boxing. I mean, when, when I, I have to get into the dangers of, I mean, this this is dangerous. People mm-hmm. people don't get their hands registered for nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't understand this. In the YouTube age, it seems like people think that, oh, well, because you say this, that, that means you're about this. No, it's, it's a process. It's a work process. How you have to pause. I mean, they have youth on that side. Youth is mm-hmm. an advantage, but really, have y'all been even, I mean, when Floyd Mayweather was boxing, when his dad and uncle, let's get it right, mm-hmm. he has lineage. Roger Mayweather was a beast. Well, I remember Floyd Mayweather Sr. boxing Sugar Ray Leonard and giving him a fight. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, Floyd Mayweather has been through this for, I mean, since he's been before he came out the canal, to be honest. Jake Paul, I mean, you can't, you just can't do it. You can't There's do no it. way Jake Paul can pull it off. Well, well, here's here's what I'm gonna say. There's a way just because he has physical advantages. Anytime two men lace up them gloves, anything can happen. But I'm gonna go lean on that 98% of the chance he can't do it. 98% of the chance he's he's gonna lose. He's gonna and he'll get beat up, and it's gonna take a minute. I hope so. It's not gonna come out for. Would you say Bobby? I hope, hope so. so he's just done. Yeah, I, I, I hope he's just done. If this really happens, Mayweather needs to just go in there and light this guy up to where it's like rest stop. Yeah, it's gonna I go. Want... I think it's gonna go a lot like the Conor McGregor fight. Simple as that. He's gonna let the young dude sit up there, toss all that stupid stuff out, be defensive. You know what I mean? Just let him burn his energy while stepping to him, and then slowly just stepping to him and keeping the pressure up. Young guy, you, yeah, you, Bob Spar, we spar. You know how young guys do. Young guys, they want to go ahead and yeah, 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 and give all that up after the second round, or not even that, because they doing how many rounds they doing? If, I'm gonna give them eight. If they do eight rounds after the first round. The foot pressure slowly increases. The defense stays there. They're going to throw that stuff, but the foot pressure slowly increases. By the fourth round, it's funny. Okay. It, 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 that, that's fun. That's fun time. It's happy time. Fourth round. <laughs> oh man, this this guy this guy he's throwing sloppy. He he's doing this. He's leaning in. He's giving me everything I want to get. After uh, I don't know if you guys saw it on on TV, but the um, the uh, Lightning played uh, the Predators on uh, the other night, and I, I, I thought to myself, I went to a fight and a hockey game uh, broke out. And I've never seen so many fights. You know? <laughs> hey, hey Bob, what was uh, what was what was your thoughts on uh, Stevens and uh, Camerot? Well, Jeremy Stevenson uh, coming. Yeah. Against uh, the Polish fighter Masef Gamera. Yeah. So Stevens is 28-18 in MMA and 15 and 17 in UFC. He, he, you know, he's a good fighter as well. But but uh, that Polish dude, he, Gamera, he's coming in. He's swinging Ooh. hard. He's you know 18 and one MMA and only one and one in the UFC. So his one loss has been in the UFC. And again, it's given a, a guy uh, at a lower ranking a chance to to jump you know higher up there because Stevens is a is a, a, a good name. You know, so that should be a right. dang good fight. That's scheduled for UFC Fight Night, I think, July 17th. So that'll be a free one. Yeah, good. Well, guys, we're just up against our hour here. And uh, Tony, I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, um, it was awful nice to uh, listen to you, Chaw, uh, on that uh, crow bone. Uh, Bob, <laughs> I appreciate everything. Went, you went, went down smooth. You. <laughs> That's because you go to, to Wings and Weenies too much. <laughs> yeah. That's going to stop. And we have to make that son of a bitch pay for that. That's two, two plugs he got this week. Uh, he's going to have <laughs> yeah. to start paying that. Yeah. I better believe it. Um, 
and Z had to had to leave, but uh, I want to thank uh, thank you guys for coming on, and uh, and uh, it was a, another great show. Um, Always these shows pleasure. are uh, thank you. Yeah, these these shows are also uh, in memory of uh, Bob, uh, Coach Mel, and and Dr. Chris. Uh, um, Chris is always there. I know Chris is always there in the background. I can hear him laughing, and I can hear the, uh, the little fat Max. What was that little fat Max name? Uh, I don't know how many times the how many times we lost our G rating. <laughs> but he was on for five years, and it was great. Um, but uh, Z, you want to lead us out? Absolutely, wonderful show. I want to thank Tony. I want to thank Bob. I want to thank you, Butch, all my Fighting Words family. These shows are definitely in memory of Bob, Coach Donald, Dr. Chris. Anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Okay. Tony? Thank you guys for having me on again tonight. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the sandwich. I enjoyed all the learning. Ready to come back for some more. (laughs) Okay. Bob? Yeah, I got, uh, all our fighting fans, uh, you know, thank you. God bless. Have a great week. Uh, I do want to give a shout-out. In, in the beginning of every show, we always call of our, you know, uh, the frontline workers for COVID. I want to give a shout-out mm-hmm. to everyone that's ever worked in a supermarket. You guys you guys stuck in there like Marines the whole time, never getting batted an eye. So I, I put uh, supermarket workers on that front line, too. Um, <laughs> other than that, Going with, uh, I was waiting for my fact checker to get in the car, but uh, topping it off with Z, uh, Z nailed it earlier. You know, you hit somebody on the right side of their body, but there's a very small percentage of people that. Sinus inversus. Yeah. It's a real thing. They can have organs on the other side. So if you're fighting somebody with the liver on the other side, you get that right hook in there. But anyway, God bless everyone. Have a good week. My, thank Bob, you. Have a good night, would, Bob. Would you thank your uh, your fact checker because I know you couldn't say that word before. Oh no, uh-uh. I had to wait for you to get in the car, man. I was, I, I was pretty sure that was a real thing, but I, I didn't. You know, I wasn't going to do that. I get fact checked up on Facebook. You know what I mean? So. I didn't want it happening to the Fighting Words family, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to lead anybody astray. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of Police and Fire Services, and the men and women on the front line of COVID, the, uh, including the uh, people in the supermarkets, as Bob just said. Um, we thank you very much. Remember, when you're out there, uh, people in uniform are having a very tough time right now. It's not their fault. There are some bad, bad apples out there, but out of a million apples, there's only two or three that uh, give everybody else a bad name. So please uh, be kind to the guys in blue and green and brown. Um, we appreciate that. Um, the, um, these programs are also dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Where's my thing here? Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, Sergeant Thomas Batinger. Patrolman Jeffrey, uh, Sergeant Thomas Bager, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Hendler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Anafo Crispin, Lakeland PD, 
uh, Chief Al Hogel, Longwood Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township, PA Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Robert Jermaine, Windermere, Florida Police Department, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Katla, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, <coughs> Sergeant Rodney Bond, Delaware State Police, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Artis Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, FDLE Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper Corporal Stephen Bauer, Patrolman uh, Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Police Department, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerba, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, Trooper, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Sergeant Brian LeVake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and Deputy Mike Malik, Pine Ellis County Sheriff's Department. My brothers and sisters, you may be 10-7 at this point in time, and sometime we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the rose rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the sun shine lightly in your fields, and, and have a good weekend. We appreciate it. Hey, Frank. Yeah, Tony. I'd like to add one more to that, too. Lieutenant mm-hmm. Deborah Clayton, Orlando PD, a girl I went to school with here that was gunned down at the Walmart here a couple of years back. It's about that anniversary time that. for her, and God rest her soul. Okay. All right, we'll put that up. We'll add that uh, tonight. Thank you, sir. Okay.
Hey, Bob. 